When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Yes, ma'am, you had better. Well, heck, let's get them up, get them going. Tuesday on VNE, show of the people, off we go. Four hours of stimulating and fun conversation, talking all things NBA playoffs. One half of the NBA Finals, our set. Our man Ty Henderson will gloat a little bit. The uh, Lakers out, Nuggets move forward. Buck was right, Ty was right. LeBron James hinting at retirement after the game last night, but Nikola Jokic way too much. The Denver Nuggets, the best team in the West all year will play in their first-ever NBA Finals. The Heat could close out the Celtics tonight. We'll preview that as well. Could have our NBA Finals pairing done by this evening on South Beach. So a lot to look at there in the NBA. Plenty of baseball as well. Longhorns vaulting up the national polls after their dominant performance this past weekend against West Virginia. They are back in uh, what many believe a, into a driver's seat position to host a first-round regional here in Austin. If they could put some wins on the board up in Arlington starting tomorrow, we'll preview the Big 12 Baseball Tournament, Major League Baseball as well. Don't look now. Texas Rangers off to their best start in a decade, but the Houston Astros just a game back now in the uh, standings in the American League West. Way too early to start looking at uh, games back, but that's where the Astros are after another win last night. Also got some... uh, NFL news, ton of it coming out. The NFL owners' meetings going on, the spring meetings in Minneapolis. A lot of news coming out, so we'll talk in uh, plenty of football, college football as well. It's going to be a fun Tuesday. Four hours begins right now, and we appreciate you being there, however you are finding us. Maybe on 104.9 FM, could be 101.9 FM, AM 1260 for the old schoolers. Also uh, digitally on your Horn app, always take us wherever you go. With a couple of touches of a button, you listen to us on that Horn app on your smartphone, also on your speaker at home and work, and always, Mr. Godbolt, digitally at our website at hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. We do appreciate it, and we do appreciate it each and every day. Be safe out there. It's going to be nice and warm today, just like yesterday. A little bit, As a matter of fact, a little bit warmer than yesterday. Yuck. Uh, and it was warm yesterday. Yes, it was. It, uh, heated up, but not, not, I want to say no. not scorching, pleasant. I could, I could take it like that for the remainder of the summer. Oh, man. How's that? Sign me up. Sign yes, me up. Yesterday would be just fine. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little humid, but uh, yeah, it was just in the 80s and uh, not too bad at all. Uh, to start your work week, now it's day two of your work week and a lot to get into. And honey, That's, I will be home shortly. I don't want to throw you under the bus, but yeah. you're a mess right now. You brought your wife's phone to work. 
Yes. Not yours. No, I brought mine, too. Oh, you took them both. <laughs> I took them both. I didn't know. I thought you just oh, no, 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 swapped no. one for the other. Mine's, mine's was already, mine's was just kind of mm-hmm. hanging around. But then you grabbed her phone, then which I grabbed is never hers, good. That looks like mine, except for mine's looks like the little kid phone. Hers is that big monster block. Oh, no. And I grabbed hers and took both of them. I thought one was a... Um, one was a charger and one was my phone because hers is so big and I put them in my bag. You need to turn the lights on in the morning or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you get up so darn early. Yeah, it's just, it's, I'm you a didn't, mess. You, you know wear what? your watch? I didn't, I didn't bring my watch. I left my car keys. You know, I, you know, the other day I lost my truck keys and only to get on the to phone. To the big brown mule? To the big brown mule. And then they were sitting right there behind the wall, not on the wall, but behind. I went to a place. I, I tell you, I'm at the point of my life now that my wife has a buzzer for keys. <laughs> like if I lose my keys, there's a, there's a little, Deal that you can buzz and they can find it. They can find your keys throughout the house. You know, you just point them in the direction. Oh, you got a buzzer now. I got a buzzer for my car keys. Well, we've been trying to get you to get that life alert button for a long time now with all the falls you yeah, take. Yeah, I know. You know, gotta... I'm doing good. You know, I went, you know, I've been going for on my property. I've been, you know, it's so uneven and up and down. I got these hills. I now with the new puppy, I go for a walk every day. Good for you. I go for a, about a, a mile through the property Blue. up and down and stuff. And I can get Yeah, up. I'm getting there. That's all right. We got you. We got you. We'll take care of you. I know where certain stuff you is. You had to start the show saying, honey, I, I'll bring your phone home. Yes, I'll bring it home. Yes, I'll bring it home back. Yeah. Oh, not good. I think one time over the course of this show we've done together, I did take my wife's car keys one time. That was bad. Oh. Like somehow they were in my pocket. I didn't realize it. I don't even know what's going Got worse. all the way up here and didn't even realize it until she was trying to leave to go to work and couldn't start her car and didn't have the other set it was just a, i don't even remember what we did on that day that was a bad deal but uh yeah uh we'll get that we'll get that rectified yeah, i'm sorry joy and by sorry. the way if you had not found the the big dirty brown uh doo-doo brown trucks keys you would have what would you what have do done you, i don't know but i think you'd have to put a new ignition in it and get new keys i think that's because you, you can't from like, a 1988 i mean that would be easier to do than one of these up to date right you can't just go have keys made for your car can you unless you have you, i'm going you, to do that with dirty brown if you don't have the previous key you you would have to start get a whole new starter. Set. Okay, but now just stick I, a screwdriver in there and yeah, eighty eight. It's nineteen eighty eight. Probably put a stick a screwdriver. Find some in kid there and go. probably will start it for you. Yeah, hot wire it or whatever they do these I'll days. I'll call my friend Javier to get it going. Or Ty, Ty could do it. <laughs> Ty could do it. Ty stolen a car. Have no, you ever stolen a car, Ty? I've never done anything that illegal. That's good. I figured. Yeah, I was I, hopeful. Yeah, I'm just I'm just a mess. I'm getting to that, you know, where I have a button to when I lose I lose all kinds of stuff. It's my keys. And the phone I misplaced. But you know what I never lose, Ty? My wallet. Oh, okay. I was say my wiener. I, was like, <laughs> no, no, no. I never lose my wallet like you and my son. I don't carry a wallet. I carry a little clip. Yeah, a clip or my clip. I got my How many clip. times have you lost that in the course of your adulthood? Since I've been 18? Yeah. Probably 10 times. Oh, your wallet? Good Lord. Yeah. I got my checklist before I leave the house in the morning. I got to have my. My phone, my watch, my keys, and my clip. That's why I have the little tracker thing in my wallet now. I haven't lost it since I've gotten that. <laughs> you got oh, now you got a tracker in your wallet? Your wallet? The tile. Yeah, you just have the app on your phone. Oh, that that's so noise. good. Okay, good. And then I'm going to have to do Same that. Same thing you our lives. I'll do that, too. I'll do that, too, now. I, do, I used to have to find my little helper glasses before I could leave, too. But now, sharp vision. I don't need to do that anymore. So I don't have to have my glasses any longer. That, that was always a key one. I was like, okay, I got the clip. Where's keys, my glasses? Where are the glasses? Where are they? And then you got to find them. Uh, rummaging around the house in the dark, trying to find them. Not anymore. It's, Thank fun, you, Sharp it's fun getting old. It, it really is fun is. getting old. Uh, it's also fun to do this show. Let's get to the headlines, trending topics. Make sure you're fully aware as you're up and out on this Tuesday morning. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Start with the NBA playoffs. And yeah, break up Nikola Jokic and Den- the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they've been the Western Conference's best team all season, the top seed, and they will now play. 
in the NBA Finals for the first time in that franchise's history. They complete a four-game sweep of the L.A. Lakers in the Western Conference Finals last night. Nuggets were down 15 at the half, thanks in large part to a 31-point eruption from LeBron James in the first 30 minutes. But second half, especially third quarter, all Denver, they outscored L.A. 36-16 in the third, took back control of the game, and then held on for a 113-111 win. Jokic... Uh, what does he do? Post triple doubles. Another one last night. 30 points, 14 rebounds, 14 assists. That moves him past Will Chamberlain for the most triple doubles in a single postseason. And he's still got uh, four, maybe seven games left. He was named the MVP of the series, of course. And after his 31-point first half, LeBron James scored just nine in the second half. He finished with 40, but missed his last two that could have tied the game. Denver will now await the winner of the Heat Celtics series with Miami leading 3 nothing. They can close that series out tonight on South Beach. Texas baseball, after that dominating three-game sweep of sixth-ranked West Virginia this past weekend, Horns have not only vaulted themselves into the top spot at this week's Big 12 baseball tournament, also vaulted themselves up the national polls. Longhorns unranked last week, come in at number 13 in both the Baseball America and Collegiate Baseball polls this week, while rising to 20th and uh, 22nd in the D1 Baseball and the USA Today coaches polls. Texas will begin playing Arlington tomorrow afternoon, facing eight-seeded Kansas at Globe Life Field. Game scheduled for 12:30, but that is tentative. With TCU facing Kansas State in the first game of the day ahead of it, but 12:30 your scheduled start time. If the Longhorns win that game, they would play again Thursday afternoon at four. A loss tomorrow would put them into a 9 a.m. game on Thursday morning. Major League Baseball first place Rangers received a rude welcome to Pittsburgh last night, opening that series. Pirates took the first game six to four. Astros opened their series in Milwaukee with a 12 to two win. Jordan Alvarez crushed a pair of home runs, including a grand slam. Houston's won eight straight and 11 of their last 12. NFL owners, league owners are making plenty of news from their spring meetings in Minneapolis yesterday. Early yesterday, owners approved a rule that will allow teams to designate an emergency quarterback on game day. That's a rule they revived after the 49ers ran out of quarterbacks during the NFC Championship game against the Eagles this past year. Also yesterday, by a vote of 24 to 8, owners passed a resolution allowing Thursday night games to be flex scheduled under the one-year trial. Games occurring between weeks 13 and 17 can be flexed from a Thursday game back to Sunday or from Sunday to a Thursday game with at least 28 days of notice to fans and teams. League also announced that the sites of the next two Super Bowls after this year's game will be in Las Vegas, this season's game in Las Vegas. Super Bowl 59 will be in New Orleans. Super Bowl 60, 2026, has been awarded to Levi's Stadium in San Francisco. Uh, also yesterday, league owners announced in 2025's NFL Draft will be held in Green Bay, Wisconsin, following this year's stop in Detroit or next April. Uh, one piece of news from one more piece of news in the NFL from the Twin Cities. Official word that Tom Brady's move to purchase a minority stake in the Vegas Raiders was agreed to by both sides, submitted to the league owners for approval. If ratified, the retired quarterback will be allowed to purchase a stake from Raiders primary owner Mark Davis. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. All right, there you go. Uh, We'll get to that NFL news coming up, including owner, broadcaster, mogul Tom Brady making his way. And uh, give this to the NFL, man. Unlike college football, which has in the NCAA, college athletics, they have no clue how to fix things and get things done when they're obviously a problem. NFL had one game, but uh, the 49ers ran out of quarterbacks, and they said, oh, we need to change that rule. We need to change that rule. Why wouldn't we have a, an emergency third quarterback available as long as he's on your 53-man yeah, most roster? Yeah, Im- most important player on the field. Yeah. Yeah. And it's bad TV. I mean, that'd be, that sure. was one of the more watched games outside of the Super Bowl of the year was going to be, and all of a sudden the second half was unwatchable when the, long, when the uh, 49ers were considering putting Christian McCaffrey. Remember, they put Brock Purdy back in the game with a blown-out elbow. Yep. 
I mean, he couldn't throw, but at least he could take the snap and hand off. Um, that was a mess. So, yeah, they changed that rule right right quick, and it just seems obvious. You, you, only, you only have 45 guys suited up on game day, but you can have a if if emergency break glass quarterback who's not on your, your game day roster but can be brought into and off of uh, – off. Gotta, he's got to be there, obviously, and he's got to be a part of your team, but he just won't count, and you probably won't use him on most occasions. But they uh, they rectified that quite quickly. Practice squad guy who knows the plays at least. Well, he'd be your third-string quarterback, but normally yeah. on, on game days you don't – Activate them, right? You don't dress three quarterbacks. You put someone who can help you on special teams, maybe be a swing offensive lineman, someone who you're more likely to lose or and use. But in this case, uh, you know. Well, they don't want their product to be bad. That's the way to fix it, at least. Sure. Just yeah, in case. Yeah, in that case, they would have had a third quarterback. And I don't know who that would have been because they were already down to their fourth and fourth quarterback with Josh, Josh Johnson. Well, right? Josh Johnson got hurt. Oh yeah. Remember when he took the concussion? Is when the real problems happened. Shano. But yeah, maybe Kyle Shanahan would have suited up. Yeah. I know Sean McVay would do it for the Rams. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but the NFL making moves. Tom Brady making moves. We'll get into that flex schedule Thursday, I think, because that's going to ruffle a lot of feathers. Players don't like it. Teams don't like it. But only eight teams voted against it yesterday. We'll get into that trial proposal. But obviously the Denver Nuggets um, announcing their presence, whether they needed to or not, uh, haven't really been. They've been the best team in the West all year. Uh, but the Lakers are the Lakers, and they get the national run. They get the national conversation. They move the needle. Denver, not as much. But, man, I, as we said when this series began, good for Denver to get this national exposure, to get this big spotlight, and everybody has gotten to see, if they hadn't already, just how unbelievably talented Nikola Jokic is. Jamal Murray uh, can, can rise from star to superstar here with another you know run in the finals. This is a really well-built team. And Nikola Jokic, Buck, I'm, I'm trying to figure him out. He's... It's like Dirk Nowitzki meets Magic Johnson. It's like he's got the height and the ability to shoot the ball and have the touch like Duke, like Dirk did for the Mavericks, but then he passes the ball like Magic Johnson did. I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy oh, has. He's the best passer in the NBA right now. Yeah, best passer, regardless of position. Yeah, I mean, he makes bounce passes, which he's up so high, he makes such nice one-hopper. Air traffic controller up there, for crying out loud, looking down on everything, and then this vision and, I mean, just the total package and – Obviously, and that's why he's won the league MVP twice. And, and they've got a nice. They, they've they've got some nice offensive sets. The Lakers' defense was just so bad. I don't care who you have. They just they just don't have enough gas. They've got role players that they had old Tristan Thompson in there last night. I know. Well, well they don't have enough saying. big they bodies. They don't sure. have enough bodies that can move. Uh, and they played the a great first move. half. They were tremendous in the first half, and LeBron was great for 30 minutes with 31 points, and they're up 15 points. Well, if you don't win that game when LeBron has one of those, because you only have one of those a series yeah, he, these he, days. So if you don't win, well, and we, you're not going to win. And we've talked about father time catching up to LeBron. It catches up to everyone. He's 38 now, going on 39. And, you know, he just couldn't do it for 48 minutes. I mean, they, you know, if he could have sustained that and maintained what he was doing in the first half, you know, maybe. But And he could have done that three, four years ago, but he couldn't do it last night. We could have done that earlier in the season where he took the one-on-ones, where he just took guys one-on-one. I mean, LeBron was great for free throw line. Yeah, you're going to the free throw line. That wasn't what their offense was about. Their offense was going through Anthony Davis, more so than LeBron. LeBron one-on-one was was, – they couldn't stop him in the first half. He was just getting one-on-ones, and it didn't matter who was on him. He was taking them one-on-one. He was either going to go to the free throw line, but – I mean, you can't do that. He, that that dude can't do that for four quarters by himself. And then he started but, shooting threes. Then then he started. That's when you start getting tired. You start yep. start settling for settling. that stuff. Well, and he had you know that was a two point game at the end, and uh, he you know missed a shot, uh, floater kind of you know fade away from the left corner, and then 
whether Aaron Gordon blocked his last attempt that could have tied the game and maybe sent it to overtime or he just missed that shot. I think the uh, special scorebook has it as a blocked shot for Aaron yeah, Gordon. Yeah, Aaron Gordon played big last night. Oh, he played night. great. He, he hit some played, threes finally. Yeah, he hit some threes and played some good defense last night. No, it was, it was like the uh, the Nuggets let him have some hope and then made their adjustment. I mean, the 20-point separation in the third quarter was Denver kind of flexing their muscles and playing some defense. And uh, I do think LeBron ran out of gas. It says, uh, pace, you know, like passes like magic, calm down Well, look, I don't know why old-timers get so offended when you say things. Have you watched... Luca, he passes the ball like Magic Johnson did. Well, I mean, Magic Johnson was six nine. It's not like you can't be a big man that can pass the ball. You just said it, Buck, and I agree with you hundred percent. Nikola Jokic is the best passer in this league. Yes. So okay. I mean, it doesn't matter what position. Yeah, what posi- Any position. I'm not looking for. I'm just he's I, the best passer. Just like in the Magic league. Johnson for a decade was the best and had the best court vision and passer. I don't know if league. he's better passer than Luca. Oh gosh, are you kidding me? Who has more assists this year? Luca. Luca doesn't pass the ball more. Luca definitely averages more assists per game. Yes. Well, that's uh, just look, we can look it up. I might be wrong, but I, I yes, he is a top. He's a top five passer in the league. I'll, and him doing it, I think, with the reason why people are get so upset about it is because he's two hundred eighty five pounds and he looks kind of sloppy when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. Like my favorite part about him is when he hits a three and then he like stumbles back oh, kind of yeah. like Dirk, you know, <laughs> like it, it's just like it looks awkward and it's like how how in the world is that? my girlfriend was watching last night and she was like, Who is this guy? Like how is he doing this? And I was like, Yeah. It's it's weird. He's seven two and he's two hundred and eighty five pounds and plays like a, a five ten guy. Uh, this is magic best passer ever. Well that's true. But yes, Nicole no Jokic is the best big man big passer ever. And I mean, if you remember Magic redefining the game when point guards were smallish guys who handled the rock, and he came in at six eight and you know changed the game. Yeah, you know? I mean us. I mean, saying that Magic Johnson was the best passer ever—that's fine. But I'm saying right now, I just—I didn't say he was the best passer ever. I said he's the best passer in the NBA right now. And I think he's a combination out of all of, of them, out of but, all but, of the when, players. When you watch him play, he, he he can lead the break as a six as a seven two center. Like Magic could. Uh, That's the one I still don't believe. When he's pushing the ball up the floor and kicking it, as you say, these little bounce passes with the court vision. Uh, but then in a half-court set, his passing ability out of double teams and uh, into the post even from, from the high post is tremendous. I mean, he's, his vision is, okay, is it as good as Magic's? I mean, that's a silly debate. It's it's elite. It is elite. And for a big man who also has that type of offensive Magic skill. Magic isn't playing in the NBA right now. Well, this is, I don't know, this says, uh, this says, not Jordan, end of debate. What does it have to be Michael Jordan? Yeah, nobody said, said that. Michael Jordan? Nobody said that. I mean, we're talking about the greatness of a player who is is gaining national notoriety more Michael than Michael Jordan's not in before. the NBA right now again. Once again, we're talking about the players that are in the NBA playing right now. Silly. He's the best player in the NBA. For sure. He should have won the MVP. And we're discussing the reasons why he's yeah. the best player. And if you're not watching the guy, it's unreal what he does. I don't. Can you remember seeing a player do – what he does. It's like when Steph Curry uh, changed this game with his ability to shoot the ball, uh, you know, in a, in a, just a split second from 40 feet. I mean, that, that changed the game. I mean, it uh, changed how the game was played. Uh, and, and Steph will ever be, forever be credited with that. But it, we talk about a skilled big, uh, which Dirk Nowitzki was, Kim Olajuwon was a skilled big. Um, you know, but gosh, this guy takes it to me to a different level. I mean, it just is something those I'm not... guys couldn't dribble like that. Though. Right, that's the ball handling, uh, the playmaking just... ability, the, the ability to run the offense from rebound to bringing yeah, it up from sideline to sideline. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and and, and Luca does it, but he's more of a perimeter built player. 
who can go down low. And Luca's, you know, he's certainly in the the conversation of the best five players in the world. Um, big picture, certainly the best young player in basketball. I would love to see those two guys play together at some oh, point in their career. Geez, Louise. I mean, That'd the skill crazy. level would be through the roof, through the roof. They have but, very similar games. Just Lucas is smaller, obviously. Well, it's uh, it's 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 you know all time stuff. I mean, I think what Luke, with, with two MVPs and now and an MVP of the Western Finals. What is that? The Magic Johnson Award, by the way. I saw him get that trophy last night. It's named after Magic, coincidentally. Uh, and then, you know, in the NBA Finals, they'll be a favorite over Miami uh, when they get there. Miami doesn't mean Miami can't beat them. Uh, Bam Adebayo will give him a lot of trouble down low. They're similar you know, types of players on the interior. With uh, Then they have a great wing and Jimmy Butler and Jamal Murray when we get to that series. But, you know, very likely Nikola Jokic could win the championship this year and might be the first of a couple with this team and how they're built with Michael Malone. Well, now you're talking about, you know, building a legacy and you know, Nikola Jokic will go down as one of the best 10, 12 players in this league all time, I think, when it's all said and done. And he's already built the resume. Now he gets to solidify it potentially with a championship over the next couple of weeks. He is a Hell, they've not been talent. to the playoffs this far. I'm not excited about seeing this group, a new group in here. Well, and remember, they um, they were in the in the Final Four in the bubble. Then Jamal Murray blew out his knee. Yep. And uh, here they are two years later, and he's fully healthy, and you're seeing you know what, what makes them so difficult. They've got great role guys. They can shoot the basketball. Jokic will find them, and then Jamal Murray is the perfect complement. Um, you know, yeah, he de- he was defending last night too. Sometimes well, he takes he takes off because of his offense on the defensive end, but he was rebounding, defending guys last night. I mean, he's pretty all around. He was all around last night. Lakers do not have an all around team player for no, player. They, don't. they just don't. Well, remember they rebuilt it on the fly right there in February with all the trades. They realized that their season they weren't going to make the playoffs if they didn't make dramatic changes with Mm -hmm. how the roster was built when they broke training camp. And um, so, yes, Superior Team 1, best team all year has been Denver. And look, I mean, again, the old heads will get get all fired up about this, but there is a, when you watch the Nuggets at their best, there's kind of an old-school Shaq-Kobe mindset to it where you have a great big and a great perimeter wing, and it just makes it, you know, I mean, Jamal Murray's one of the best wings in this league, one of the best, uh, you know, creators of a shot and, and shooters in the league. And then you got Jokic with the ability to to deliver it to him. Either one of them can step up in a big spot. That's when the Lakers were winning championships with Shaq and Kobe. I mean, it was just, what are you going to do? You know, Shaq was unstoppable, and then Kobe was Kobe. I mean, they were if they could have stayed together with the Lakers for more years, they just couldn't get along. Uh, how many championships those two could have won together? Uh, this this Denver team kind of has that. When you, if, you, if if Jamal Murray continues to improve and get healthier and healthier and show that he is. Because not only is he really good, Buck, he's really clutch. I mean, that clutch fourth quarter gene thing is, to me, that's uncoachable. That's just something you got or you don't. Jamal Murray has it with his ability in the biggest moments to rise up, kind of Jimmy Butler-like. Well, right? yeah, I mean, those guys aren't afraid to, to to take the shots. Even if they're not playing well, they'll still shoot. They'll, I'm still shooting, no matter what you think. Yes, I'm, I've been cold all night. Yes, I've been cold in the start of the fourth quarter, but when it counts, those same guys do take the shots. And you want them to take the shots. You know, you can talk about them how – how poor they played the next day, but when they, when it comes to the time when it, when it's time to play, those same guys that that take those tough shots, even when they're not on any, will still take the shots. That's what I like to see. I don't want anybody else taking them. No, no, no. I no, no. No, you take it. Let that guy take it. All he needs is one to get going. Maybe this is the time. Well, and you know, by the way, Nikola Jokic nine point eight assists per game. Your guy uh, Luca eight. eight. That's just one year. Okay, L- Luca. <laughs> 
8.6 over his career. Jokic, 6.6. Okay, well, this year he averaged almost two more yeah, per game. Yeah. He's a great passer. Well, <laughs> he's I'd... a great passer, and I didn't say he passes better than Magic. I said he's he passes like Magic. He's like yeah. Magic meets Dirk. I mean, is, is James Harden a better passer? He averaged the most assists in the league. Okay, I mean, he's the best passer in passing big man ever. I'd, yes, I, I'm just... I'm just being difficult. Sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm trying to find a, what he reminds me of. So to me, and that's my opinion, he reminds me of, so of Dirk Nowitzki meets Magic Johnson. The ability to be, a, be an offensive dominant player, lead his team in scoring if he has to, but also facilitate for others. Now, and this is what I would say on the, and we'll get back into this in our side with LeBron James, because LeBron James was pretty cryptic in his message after this game. So, you know, of course, emotional, get swept uh, on your home floor. Uh, but it felt this whole series, Buck, it felt like to me in, in the clutch moments, LeBron needed to be the facilitator, not the shooter. And over and over again in the big moments in these losses, he would be the one taking the shot. And that's where I used to talk about the Lakers not being a. a in those moments, I mean, what, what has LeBron been most known for in his two decade career? Not just being a complete dominating presence, but at the same time, he will pass to open teammates. He was even criticized for it as a young player that, not he, taking would, those that shots. he wouldn't take the big shot. In this series, every time they needed a big shot, he seemed to take it and miss it. And so it, did, it wasn't a good look. And at the same time, you know, I think his team needed him to kick it out to Austin Reeves in a big spot. Austin Reeves not ready yet. They Austin were all, Reeves, they're all missing last night. Yeah, Austin Reeves not ready. He's too young to take it. Well, I'm talking about go back and watch the final minute of each game. He's taking the shots. Austin Reeves was making shots third quarter, fourth quarter, getting them to oh, where he they... had his opportunities last night. He didn't make them. He made one three in the fourth quarter. And that was it. They only that made was the one first, three. That was the first, and I think only three they made in the second yeah. half. In the yeah. whole half. Yeah, they, well, you could say they went cold in the second half, but also the, the Nuggets played a much better brand of defense in the second half. They were much more intense on that end of the floor. With or without LeBron, Austin Reeves will be a different player next year, I mean. And he'll be somewhere else. He probably. Restricted free agent, and he's likely to make a bucket full of money from somebody. He's going to go do the uh, – see what I did thing, and mm-hmm. we all would have thought that when he was coming out of Oklahoma that Austin Reeves was going to be a, uh, you know, $100 million plus kind of guy. But he's or Alex be, Caruso. Or Alex Caruso yep. out of Texas A&M, correct? Yeah. Unbelievable. He's been great on the Bulls. All right. Well, and again, in the final minute, LeBron took both shots when they had a chance, and he missed both. Um, those were their opportunities. And Jokic made what turned out to be the game winner, a little floater in the lane to give him to 113. And uh, – uh, LeBron missed the last two. Yeah, Bill Walton was minute. a great passer, but he was a great passer from the pivot, yeah. from, from inside. He didn't. He wasn't a great passer because he never brought the ball up the court. He was never on the fast break. Well, that was a different kind of game, right? Yeah. He would always throw it down into the pivot and kick it back out. Um, but he had, but he had, he had great hands, and he had great ability to, to pass the ball with touch. Sure. But he was, he's not like this. This well, is a different, I, this is a, a different character now. As a Houston Rockets fan, when he, it, later in Akeem Olajuwon's career, he became like a, a point center. Mm-hmm. And they'd kick it to him, and he'd kick it out to three-pointers. That's what made them so unstoppable because you had to double-team Akeem, and then he'd kick it back out to Kenny Smith or Vernon Maxwell or Mario Ellie, and they'd knock down threes. But, again, this is a guy running and lead, pulling oh, no, down they, the rebound and running the break. Like not Magic only does he run the do. break, but they, once they get to half court, he comes up at half court and takes the ball and runs the guard play from there, too, which is really strange to see. Yeah. The way he handles the ball. Well, it's hard to defend off a of pick-and-roll with Murray because you have to play both of them. You have to play Jokic like he's a guard and a Absolutely. big. Yeah, that's right. It confuses defenses. All right, we will uh, come back, take your thoughts. Nuggets getting their just desserts and uh, four straight wins. Uh, Close wins all, but four straight wins over the L.A. Lakers. And it doesn't matter who plays them. They're going to have a hard time. That's just just a hard match. That's a hard matchup for Bam, hard matchup for all of the Heat. Well, that's why they were the most efficient offense in the league. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This year, they're just, they just they have the answer, and it's really hard to defend. Uh, with two great players and great scorers like that, and then other guys around that can knock oh. down shots. We'll pick it up on the other side. Uh, Craig Way has a report coming. We'll talk some Longhorn baseball, shooting up those uh, poles across the country, playing their best baseball at the right time. It's b and on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Yeah, be happy on a Tuesday, B and E with you. Not these guys. They can't be happy because they just need an argument this morning. Why don't you shake your kids and wake them up and just start arguing with them? Incredible. I never said anything about Austin Reese except for last night. He was not clutch last night. He didn't make the shots he needed to make. When LeBron has a game like that, those guys have to make it because LeBron ain't having four games like that in a series. It's not going to happen. Yes, I've watched Austin Reeves. All I mean, he's. We just talked about him making a bunch of money last, uh, not just last night. I'm talking about the game last night. So if you want to argue about what he did last night, he didn't do crap when they needed him to to make the shots. Yes, I've watched him make three point shots. I just said he'll be a better player. I believe next year. Is there something wrong with saying he'll be a better player next year? He's not been in the league very long. I just no. think he'll be a better, even better player than just shooting three points shots. I think. But he didn't get it done last night. They had one three-pointer, I believe, in the second half for well, the my, whole entire and, game. And my argument is this, and it has nothing to do with Austin Reeves. Maybe it did, but he, we didn't get him. He didn't take a shot inside the final minute of any of these games. And these all four of these games with the Nuggets and Lakers were decided in the last minute of the game, meaning the last two or three possessions for each team. My only argument about LeBron is he came up small in the final minute. Sure, there's a whole 48-minute game, but all four of them came down to – those possessions inside the last 60 seconds of the game. Again, last night, LeBron took two shots that both missed that could have either tied the game or given them the lead. Jokic hit the biggest shot of the game because he hit the only bucket that was made when it was 1-11 all. Yeah, but these uh, dudes want to go back to arguing about Magic Johnson and how you know his entire well, look, career. We're I mean, talking that's... about who's, who's, who's there right now playing the games. Right... Magic doesn't play right now. Oscar doesn't play right now. We're not talking about guys from the past. Well, look, We're talking I, about what I we see right Magic now. Johnson. And it's fine. What it's has a, he done? Sports talk radio show. People are going to be argumentative. I get it. And that's fine. That's what it's about. That's what we do it for. Uh, but when the, when you point out that Nikola Jokic is emerging as one of the greats all time, it's not. It's backed up by fact. So people want to argue in their, their subjective opinions. With his fourth rebound last night, Jokic became the second player ever. That's, in, player that's in the numbers. Of all time. In 60 years. To have a 2,000 point, 1,000 rebound, 800 assist single season. Oscar Robertson did it in 1961 and 62. He also went past Will Chamberlain for the most triple doubles in one postseason last night. Those are big names, right? Those are all-time names. So Jokic is putting himself into those conversations. He's the best skilled big there's ever been. And, you know, we were talking – all I said to start the, this conversation was he reminds me of, of combining Dirk Nowitzki with Magic Johnson. And people – somebody got offended about me saying Magic Johnson. Well, he's – look, and then they – well, what about Steve Nash? What about James Harden? Oh, what yeah. about – these are great passers. Well, Nikola Jokic is equal as a passer of any of those guys you name. He he's leading the league in this. I mean, he's got ten assists a game. So he he's and he's seven foot three, Buck. People forget this guy is seven foot three. 
There's never been a player like him in this league. So the only point, all I started the conversation with saying is I'm glad he's getting his national shine. He's getting his spotlight, which, you know, because they haven't played in the finals before, he hasn't really gotten that. You get we don't the, get to see him that often. You get the highest acclaim. He plays in a smaller market in Denver. He's not a glamour team. But he's making it a glamour team. It's like when Tim Duncan and the Spurs finally started to get recognized for how great Tim Duncan was. Uh, the, you know, they went on to win five championships with TD, and it was pretty early on for Duncan because he joined David Robinson and the Spurs were already good. People still disrespect that group, though. I know, and it's forget well, about that's, it all the time. That's um, but the, so this guy's doing things no one's ever done before. But you know, anybody that's ever done what what Jokic is doing from a was a guard in Oscar Robertson, and Oscar Robertson redefined the game. Magic Johnson redefined the game, and I think we're watching Nikola Jokic stretch the boundaries even further with his ability to be a seven foot three player leading the not a fast break. And don't think that that height buck looking down on things doesn't give him, you know, his vision to see the court the way a Magic Johnson could see it. You know, five extra inches over Magic makes it even tougher to defend. Uh, and I just think that all I'm saying is give this guy credit if and and you know you can argue back if you want. That's fine. That's what a debate is about. But uh, this dude is. It's pretty special. And to put to pair him with Jamal Murray, I would also say that this dude makes them almost unstoppable because Jamal Murray is uh, a really, really num- great number Sharp two. Shooter. I mean, and then the clutch gene he plays with, you know, that 23-point second quarter, fourth quarter in game two, you know, just legendary stuff. Uh, so you got two guys who can do that. That's pretty special. I mean, Murray followed up his 37-point game in game two with a 37-point game in game three. Hey boy, they got a nice cast around them, Ty. With those yeah, two. Michael Porter Jr. too. That guy has one of the smoothest jump shots I've seen since like Ray Allen. Now, yeah. his ability and, and, to rise. Oh up. yeah, yeah. He's a he's six he ten. He's he's a well trained player, man. He can really shoot it. And when he gets going, there's a kind of a Steph Curry look to that shot too. It's just quick, and it is nothing but the net. Yeah, it's going to be interesting them in the Heat. I mean that. Oh, I just I just don't know how the Heat. And Bruce will. Bruce Brown. Well, they got guys that are similar to Heat culture. Guys, that's what, know, yeah. Since they got Bruce well, I, Brown. I, I, well, they got haven't you. been there. They haven't been there like the Heat have. But old man Jeff Green. Uh, I think it'll. I, I saw Jeff Green in the guy. I saw Jeff Green he block got LeBron. Elbow, he got I an saw, elbow to the face last night from LeBron. You, I saw him block LeBron's shot. And it, Jeff Green, Uncle 30, Jeff Green, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, oh. older. Yeah, the two, no, he's two years. LeBron's two years older than Jeff Green. Thirty-eight. He's, he's 30. played on. I think it was. He's played fifteen seasons, and he's played on ten or eleven teams. I remember when Jeff Green was. What? what and he's he played was, with LeBron as a teammate, yeah, right? Yeah. You're, you're too young to remember, Ty, but Jeff Green was like a top five pick of the Celtics way back. But he has been, he's I the definition that. of journeyman. And that dude can still jump. He can still sky. Yeah, and he's made a lot of money playing basketball. LeBron James, meanwhile, after the game, scored 40 points. And, you know, my only argument with LeBron is I think in those final minutes, well, in final six, not minutes, but the final 60 seconds of these series, he would have been better facilitating to, to a red-hot Anthony Davis in game one, to a to a Hachimura in Game Two, who was red hot, to a Austin Reeves, and really, if you go back and watch the last sixty seconds, LeBron was the guy ball dominant in those moments, and he didn't uh, come through. How was Hachimura last night? Just kind of, he was pretty good. Just, good, just okay last uh, night. He was like two for twelve from the. Yeah, field. they didn't shoot well. In that second half, they really didn't. Well, that's shoot right. Well. I mean, they were up fifteen at the half, and then everybody went cold in the second. I do think that, you know, the Nuggets' defense and their intensity ratcheted up. Contributed to that, but after the game, LeBron was cryptic as you would imagine. He's you know just after the season ended, he said, "I got a lot to think about. Uh, just personally, with me moving forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about." So, it means nothing. Uh, he'll like he'll likely be back. I mean, he's uh, he's 38 years old. He'll be 39, but he just scored 40 points and played almost all minute every minute of that game. 
but that's part of the flaw of the Lakers. That LeBron at 38, almost 39, Buck, he needs a blow. And they can't take him off the floor. So in the closing moments of the game where they need him to be his best, he looks like he's out of yes. gas. And that hurt them in every game of this series, whether they're at altitude or not. And um, that's the issue with, with the Lakers. They're, they're not deep enough right now. Yeah, they don't have that next guy. Uh, and, and as Ty has pointed out all along, Anthony Davis has kind of hit or miss. He was good last night. You're good in game three. Uh, yes, nobody was good offensively in the second half for the Lakers when they needed big buckets. And, um, you know, Denver's a better team, without a doubt. And to the point of, you know, the, the, the matchup with the Heat, when they're going to get there, that's going to be a great matchup. I think the, the Nuggets would, be, would have the advantage. But Bam Adebayo is kind of a poor man's Jokic. He's not as tall, but he is very active. He will distribute from the post. He's he's kind of a, tw- a tweener-type player. It's going to be a rugged battle on the boards yeah. with those guys. And Jimmy Butler and Jamal Murray will be a great battle because those two are similar players. The, the role guys that, that spread around are, are, are well-built and deep, but they're kind of similar. And then you have Eric Spolster against Michael Malone. It'll be, you know, obviously the, the Glamour series would have been Lakers-Celtics again, but at the same time, this one will be, for basketball fans, this will be a really fun series. It'll be a good chess match here uh, with Eric Spolstra. I think the Nuggets have the better roster, and the, they'll again have the best player on the floor with Nikola Jokic because mm-hmm. he's the best player whenever he plays. Um, but uh, I wouldn't count the Heat out because there's something about that team as an eight seed that uh, they've got some they got some guts to them, man. And they're you got to beat them. You're going to have to beat them for sure. So looking forward to that. Obviously, we'll see if the Celtics have any fight in them. Do the Celtics have any fight in them tonight? No. Are they ready for golf? It's time. Vacations. It's time. Start getting your plans for Martha's Vineyard. Getting so let me ready. get this straight. If the Heat win tonight, there's thought that Joe Mazzulla could be fired. That means every team that the Heat have beaten have fired their coach. <sighs> this is the pink slip brigade in Miami. They beat the Bucks. Mike Budenholzer, fired. They beat the Sixers. Doc Rivers, gone. They're about to beat the Celtics and Joe Mazzulla. See ya. I'm just thinking, I mean, it's first year for this guy. I mean, they had a they had a fantastic season, right? Well, it hurts him, and it's it's in contrast to the free the free season previous with the same roster that Ime Udoka delivered and uh, got the best out of this roster and got Jamal Brown and Jason Tatum to play together. But they um, didn't win last year. Well, they got to the finals. Yeah, and were a really good team. They were by far a better team last year, and Joe Mazzulla inherited the same team and couldn't keep the same chemistry. So, yes, I would agree with you that Joe Mazzulla, if this was his first year and there was no run to the finals a year ago, with, with and they didn't fire Ime Udoka for not being a good no, coach. No, he fired himself. Right. His, his off-court stuff forced their hand. But the comparison between the way he ran the team versus and the culture he built versus Joe Mazzulla, very noticeable. And that's going to be, you know, do you move forward with that, knowing it's not good enough? Or is it a young coach who can learn? That's going to be the, the decision. i got to believe it's a young coach who can learn if he's going to, going to have the same players if those players aren't going anywhere. Well, but he was on the staff with Ime Udoka. Yeah, but he wasn't the head coach. He wasn't the guy. Well, but he's the one that let slide, right? I mean, he's – he's got to give him more than one year. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Or if you think you can do better. But it is Boston, and they aren't, they aren't out for all that stuff. Right. Well, you got to see it up close. And Brad Stevens more than anyone else because that's all that really matters in the ownership sure. group. They got to see it. Um, you know, and they didn't really do like a coaching search to replace Ime Udoka. They just promoted the next guy that was there. And, um, and then you find out he's not the guy after one year. Well, and he's not Udoka, who no. they, the Rockets are happy to have. Um, and there's coaches like Mike Budenholzer and Monty Williams True, that, have and, been there. that are on the market right now because of, you know, gosh, mainly, mainly because, of the, because of the Miami Heat. 
running through people and getting coaches fired. We'll come back. When we do, we're going to hit some B&E facts of the day. Quick programming note. Normally, uh, we talk to head coach David Pierce, Longhorn baseball coach, on Thursdays. But because of the Big 12 tournament, we're going to talk with him this morning. Uh, we'll be with us uh, at 8.30 as they head up to Arlington. So uh, be with us at 8.30 for sure. We'll talk to David Pierce about the plan moving forward. Uh, that great weekend against West Virginia that's coming up in our 8 o'clock hour here on B&E. First, it's Craig Way. It's Bucky and Aaron. B&E Facts of the Day Times. You know, uh, Vanilla Ice got sued quite heavily for this song. Is that right? Is this the one? Yeah, they stole the riff. But, uh, Dallas, Texas product. The Dallas, Texas product. And uh, Comet back in the day to the top of the pop charts. But uh, also, random facts, Buck. Did you know that the uh, Baby Ruth candy bar, did you ever like the Baby Ruth? I did. Was not named, as a lot of people believe, after the baseball player Babe Ruth. It was named after uh, Grover Cleveland's daughter, daughter Ruth, Ruth yeah. who was the president at the time. So it was Baby Ruth. So that's what they named the candy bar. Baby not named Ruth. after the great uh, Babe Bambino, Ruth. no. The great Bambino. Uh, also a fact, you know who was at the uh, Florida Panthers hockey game last night? Brooksy! Brooks Kepka. Come on, Kepka. Kepka. Up in there, getting all intense. He had his sweater on. He was ready to go. Looked like he was ready to play some hockey uh, after winning the PGA Championship for a third time. Uh, it is also a fact that the block party will continue. Michael Block will be playing at the Colonial this week. Buck Teen off on Thursday, part of that sponsor's exemption. And, They'll be uh, following him. Oh, man. He'll be galleries. following that dude. Oh, man. This guy is what a, what a life-changing weekend he just went through. Uh, from anonymous, still not club believing that throw. ball went straight dead in that hole. Hole in one from anonymous club. I mean, throw. that's that's a true hole in one. There's no one bounce in. It's just right in the hole. Swish almost. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that happened. Also, a fact of the day: the uh, Houston Astros just a game back of your Rangers, but, uh, Ty. Game back now. They're coming for you. They've won eleven of twelve. They're coming now, Ty. Here they come. It's going to be a great. This, you know what? That's what's going to be fun. Is I think this is nothing against the Rangers. Cause I think they're a really good team. They score a ton of runs and. Adolis Garcia is having a heck of a first couple of months. And we talked about it at 54 games, right? 54 games a third of the way through the season. That's always a point where I look at it and say, okay, where are they strong? Where are they weak? Where do they need to add some pieces? Or uh, where can they be better? Uh, and I think we'll get there here shortly, uh, just after Memorial Day with both of those teams. But I think they're both, you know, they're, they're two of the five or six best teams in the American League for sure. Maybe two of the top three or four best teams in the American League. And, um, Looking forward to this race. The Astros are right there on their heels now after last night's win. And, you know, we talk about races, race for MVP. Adolis Garcia and, and Jordan Alvarez early on are, are making a claim because both of those dudes are off to unbelievable starts. Uh, Jordan hit two home runs last night and uh, hit a grand slam. Adolis Garcia leads the major leagues in, in RBIs on that high-scoring Ranger team. So a lot of fun subplots in Major Memorial League Baseball. Memorial Day, 4th of July, All-Star break. Is that when your pitcher comes back, Ty, after the All-Star break? Your money man. I'm, he he needs to just get healthy, take his time. We're, <laughs> we're doing oh, right. he will. Well, um, but 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 the start the Rangers are off to allows them to be patient, which is probably the right thing to do. Astros are still waiting on Lance McCullers, and uh, hopefully at some point Jose Urquidy, because they're not getting Luis Garcia back. He's Tommy John surgery time. And the outfielder for the Astros who. Brantley, Brantley. I mean, good. Good. Last report playing, on Brantley was good. Is he playing this year? Last, last, last report on Brantley was good. Remember, it looked like he was about to come back. Then he had some inflammation in that surgically repaired shoulder. They sent him back home, and last report that the, the inflammation was gone. So they're about to pick back up his uh, rehab. If you're a Laker fan, picking up the pieces this morning after the sweep, 
These are the players they have under contract for next year, L.A. does. LeBron James, Anthony Davis has two years left. LeBron has a year plus an option. Mo Bamba, Jared Vanderbilt, Shaquille Harrison, and Max Christie. Who? That's not good. Uh, The free agents are D'Angelo Russell, Lonnie Walker, Dennis Schroeder, Tristan Thompson, and Troy Brown. They have restricted free agents in Rui Hapjamura and Austin Reeves that they got to deal with. What about Scotty Pippen Jr.? What about Scotty Pippen? He's on that team. I don't see him on this list here. I'm pretty sure he's on the roster. No. I've got the list of their contracts for next year. Don't see Scotty Pippen Jr. Is he dating Michael Jordan's daughter or ex-wife or something? What's going on with those two right now? Because Michael's son's dating Scotty's ex-wife. Is that right? Something like that. The drama will start. Is it a fact that is all levels of wrong for the Jordan family? Just saying. Can't do that. He's on a two-way contract with the Lakers. Don't, but he's not on this list of contracts I know, I'm for just, the Lakers. I'm just saying. We will be back and pick up these conversations into your coach's corner. As we said, speaking of coaches, David Pierce will join the show at 830 and preview the Longhorns' run into the Big 12 tournament. Hey, honey, I got your keys. I mean, I got your phone. Don't tell her her keys, too. No, 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 no. You got your <laughs> keys. I got your phone. It's B&E on the Horn.